Hey everyone, it's Editing Sam from the future. Um, just to let you know that Will accidentally recorded his audio on his laptop microphone this time rather than his good microphone. So if he sounds a bit echoey and grainy, we do apologize. I've done what I can in the editing software to try and make him clearer, but I hope you enjoy the episode anyway. It's a really good one. Sam, I uh, recently had a birthday and Lucy bought for me Tom Felton's autobiography. Um now I'm gonna I'm having to stretch my celebrity name knowing. Whoa, okay, cool. He I don't, I'm, I'm terrible with names. So you're in a in a Malfoy. Malfoy. Who is Malfoy? Tom Felton. You mean Malfoy? Draco Malfoy, no. Yeah, Draco Malfoy. That's what I said. Mal- I said you're saying, Malfoy. You're saying Malfoy. Where's the L? You're saying mouth, Malfoy. as in like what you speak out of. I'm not saying Malfoy. 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 You were saying Malfoy. You're mishearing. That's the weirdest way. Run it of back, saying. editing Sam, and run it back three times. <laughs> Malfoy. 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 It's Malfoy. <laughs> yes, he's Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. So he brought out okay, an autobiography, cool. and look. I hadn't got around to reading it yet. It was only birthday, my birthday a few weeks ago, um, or a week ago. And she bought it as a nice gift, but also because she really wants to read it. And here's my question. Right. Is it okay for me to insist that she does not read it before me because it was a gift for me? So <laughs> she wants to read it, and I'm like, no, I want to read it first. And she's like, you're not going to read it for ages. I was like, I'll read it right now. So I got it out, and I started reading it. She was like, yeah, but you don't... You're not going to finish it for ages. In spite. Yeah, literally, in spite. I was just like, it's, it's the principle, man. Like, you bought it for me. It's the principle. Want, it's my gift. Yeah, if you wanted to get I it for yourself, to use it for- you read it. Like, you, you should have bought it for yourself. Like, you bought it for me. It's my gift. It's like when you and the siblings get, like, a new games console for Christmas. Like, your mum and dad has bought you, like, a Nintendo GameCube mm. for Christmas. And you're like, all right, I know it's our gift. <laughs> But I'm playing it first. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't get to go until I've. It's kind of it. like that, except it's like your sibling buying you a gift and then insisting they use it before you. Like that's not that's not fair, man. You bought you bought okay you bought yeah. me the gift. Putting it, putting it that way, <laughs> that makes it because like if you were to buy somebody like I don't know, it's it's the Homer Simpson bowling ball episode. If you bought somebody, it's the Homer Simpson bowling ball episode. Nice soap or something. Or like a nice fragrance. And like, they were like, oh, look, I bought you this nice aftershave. However, I'm going to use it first because I like the smell of it. That's then it's like, okay, so you bought this for yourself then. Yeah, exactly. But then it's a book. So it's like, if you're both interested in it and you're not going to read it, (laughs) is that okay? I I think there are arguments to be made on both sides here. Yeah, but like, it's the principle, man. Why can't you both read it? Why can't you just have two bookmarks in the book? Oh, because Sam, that would be solving a problem rather than arguing about it on a podcast. Let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's get into it in three, <laughs> two, one. Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Animeverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, white, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is the man who doesn't know his devils from a revelous night in town. It's Will. Hello, all, and welcome back to Gateway to the Animeverse, where we talk about anime, usually, um, or random Tom Felton autobiographies. Sometimes. Um, or football. Yeah. I'd say it's like a 60-40 split. 60-40? Ah, yeah, probably. Especially with all the segues and tangents that we go on. Um, you're probably not far off. Yeah, and Slice of Life, that's like a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, it really is just a narcissistic sort of delve into our own lives. Um, 
And people are listening, so thank you at home. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review. Don't forget to check out our Twitter and Instagram, and please leave a review. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well done, well done. Um, So Chainsaw Man is what we're looking at today. You know that from the title. I'm not going to build it up. Um, Sam, what is Chainsaw Man? I mean, we as big anime lovers and fans know this show very well. Um, And you've also mentioned it a few times before on the show, so I was very excited going into this. But can you give any new listeners or anybody who hasn't had an experience of Chainsaw Man, the, uh, the, the 10-4, what's the sitch? What's the sitch? Well, this is by Studio Mappa. We know Mappa. We love mm. Mappa. Mappa did um, Jujutsu Kaisen. They have done uh, the most recent series of Attack on Titan. They are an animation powerhouse at this point. They have the money and the talent to create these incredible-looking shows across a broad spectrum, spectrum, spectrum. spectrum mm. of genres and... What has fallen into their lap, but one of the most hyped manga of the past five to ten years, Chainsaw Man by Fujimoto-san. And we're looking at a show that is shonen at heart, but leans more towards the adult side in terms of the themes and the sheer level of violence uh, that is to be expected. So if you are somebody who likes a grand mystery playing out over the top of some bombastic, violent, shonen, gory action with a bit of toilet humour thrown in there for good measure, then maybe Chainsaw Man could be a show that can entice you, to draw you in. Uh, But who are we kidding? Everybody in the world's been watching Chainsaw Man, so this is probably just speaking to the choir. Singing to the choir? Speaking to the masses and singing to the choir. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, let's dive in. Then you preach to the choir. I can sing to the choir. You can. It makes more sense to sing to the choir. Mr. Choir, do you like Chainsaw Man? Okay, let's get into it. No, (laughs) says the choir. There you are. You had a first first peek at Sam's uh, one-man play that he's going to be doing next Christmas. Yep, next Christmas I will be uh, the, the... Lone Ranger delivering the word of Chainsaw Man to the uh, the choir of heathens that have not watched it yet. But Will, can you tell uh, our audience, if they've maybe not checked out Chainsaw Man yet, what's going on here? We look at the first three episodes. What's the gist? What's going on in this universe? Okay, but before I do that, I just want to Google... Oh my god, I just Googled Chainsaw Man cosplay because I was very, very curious as to how... Oh my god, there's so many good that ones. That is wicked. It's just a lot of cardboard. Yeah, I was thinking because he has got like a helmet. So, well, it's not a helmet, but it it's a bit like a helmet. So, um, I was thinking, how do you turn your head into a chainsaw? But your head is part of the chainsaw, so that's fine. Um, yeah. Very. What cool. if all things were chainsaws? What if all things were chainsaws? Uh, that is the question of this show. The question that this show goes out to, yeah. to answer. So, the first three episodes uh, that we've watched today. Uh, introduce our character Danji. We're going with Danji. <coughs> Denji. Denji, yes, Denji, not Denji. Danji, Denji. Thank you. And it's an E, not an A. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I figured that. You're welcome. Patronising prick. Um, so Denji is Fuck down you. on his luck after his dad racks up a shit ton of debt uh, to the yeah uh, devil gangs or just the gangs. The, like the yak, they're basically like the yak is yeah. essentially, and then kills himself. So it starts on a real, real sort of high of, of Denji's life. Yeah, it's really cheery, and um, 
<laughs> on at the gravesite, Denji gets approached by the Yaku- mm-hmm. one of the bosses of the Yakuza or someone important. Doesn't really matter. He dies later anyway. Um, spoilers. And he gets approached by him in a limo and offered the well, not offered, told that he's going to have to pay off a shit ton of debt and. 700,000 yen by tomorrow or he also dies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, while mourning his father's death. So, you know, we are giving him purpose, to, let's say, if we're going to spin this in a positive way. Um, he now has <laughs> drive to... Um, he's, he's got... He's motivated. He's, oh, he's, he's, motivated he's got a job. Um, he's, he's on his way up in the world, really. This is the start of his big journey. Um, and... <laughs> There are two ways that he raises this money in this show, to begin with. First of all, it's by selling his body parts. Three. Oh, three? Okay. Oh, okay. Three, three overall, I would say. Well, it, so the body part it, selling. Is, there's the body part selling. He sells his body parts for cash. And that's quite fun to listen to him list off the things that he sold. Uh, 1.2 mil for a kidney, 300k for an eye, mm-hmm. 100k, not even 100k for a nut. and for one of his balls. And so he's setting off his body parts to raise cash. And he's also eating cigarette butts. Is that one of the ones that you're going to say? He's just doing... <laughs> no, I was going to say the, uh, the the lumberjacking. Oh, yes. Yeah, he is he actually doing. lumberjacking. Um, is that, is that a 60, verb? 60,000 a day for lumberjacking. Is the verb of... To, to lumberjack. Be, to lum- yeah. Is that a thing? Congregate the verb lumberjack. I lumberjack, you lumberjack, we all lumberjack together. And that's okay. I wear women's clothes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and there's the sequel to Sam's one man play. Um, <laughs> and he also kills devils, which yes, that is the part that you'd sort of not mentioned anything of when talking about this show before. You sort of talked mainly about the main character and his arc, hmm. and nothing about the world that he lives in. Where devils are a commonplace, these sort of weird yeah. beasts that are all themed around different things like strawberries and cars and whatever else, and they have they're, they're, they're not very nice. And sometimes they possess people and make fiends, and yep, that creates a fiend. Yep. And he basically chops them up and sells them for some reason, and people are willing to pay money for these things. Um, yeah, so he kills the devils and then the mafia will then take the body and um, sell it on the black market. Um, for what? The mafia, Yakuza, for like, you know. No. Black market. Reason. Oh, right. Okay, good, good. I'm glad there's not an in-universe reason <laughs> no, as to why that. these things are being well, sold. You can kind of, like, the show does start to get into it a little bit more as the episodes go on, so I won't do anything too spoilery, but oh, right. okay. um, from what we see within the first three episodes, you can see why um, forming a contract with a devil or possessing part of a devil could uh, function as a quite effective weapon. Mm. Um, Denji mentions that the tomato devil that he kills right at the beginning of episode one um, can keep coming back even if... And it um, seems the seeds are there yes so you could imagine taking a tomato devil seed and planting it on the property of somebody that you don't like could be quite an effective way to get rid of them wow in that sense um likewise you know people are weird they want bits of people weird, are weird. creatures okay. to do weird things with so yeah, yeah. cool you know. um 
Anyway, he has a pet dog with a chainsaw coming out of it, and the dog, he then dies, gets ripped apart by zombies, and then Pochita absorbs himself into Denji's chest so that he is now a chainsaw man instead of just a man. He's a man. I'm sure you all kept up with that, so it's very logical. You know, standard plot. You you get this all the time. There is a huge meme in the anime community, which is... just subtitled Chainsaw Man Pacing. Oh, right, okay. And it is the fact that things go from zero to a thousand in no time at all. Like, you can turn the page, and what was once a really nice and relaxing date has turned into half the cast with their guts all over the, like, floor. Mm. And that's what happens here. Like, Denji turns up to the boss to come and kill a devil and is mobbed by a bunch of zombies, and then we get treated to seeing him being slashed and stabbed yeah. and torn apart. And then we also get to see his dismembered corpse just lying in a dumpster. Holy crap. Mm. Welcome to Chainsaw yeah. Man. We are not holding your hand. This is the world that you live in now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, so his dog's quite cute. He meets his dog, which is a... Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Right, where do we, where do we even start? Like, let's, right, we're not going to go bit by bit and just talk about... It. People know the show. People know what we're talking about. So let's get into some of the big things. Let's talk about okay. Denji as a character. Because his whole arc... It... I was hoping that we'd get there. Yeah. Because Denji, I feel... I want to hear... Okay. <laughs> say what you think about Denji first. Because I've got opinions on Denji. I've talked about these in Slice of Life before. But I want to hear... Now that you've seen the show, mm-hmm. what do we think? Tell me about Denji. Okay, so I think Denji is incredibly resilient. I think he is incredibly resourceful. I think he is a an interesting main character who seems to he seems to be able to battle anything emotionally. Like he's been shat on all of his life. He's basically had it as worse than, as anyone could, and now he's in that stage of his life where mm-hmm. he's got opportunities. He's got a bit of freedom to sort of enjoy life or start to enjoy life and he's a bit of a maniac with it because he's never had this opportunity mm-hmm. he doesn't he's, never, he's he's not socially socially skilled he's not um he's not been brought up in a proper manner so it's just like the the the, the shackles are off and now he can just sort of do what he wants to a certain extent and he's not willing to let that go. You see some moments of insanity where he's just like, I ain't letting this go for no one. Like you can, I'm, I, you can you shit on manic. me. You can do what you want. But if you think I'm going to let this go, you got another thing coming back. <laughs> and that's pretty cool to see. Um, I think he's, he's a strong protagonist. I do. Like, I, I know exactly what you're, what you're waiting for because your, well, I, I remember exactly your comments that people are concerned with the fact that he's all about the tits and all about the sort of um, the, the sex. He's lecherous. Yeah. He's, the whole time he's fighting the Bat Devil in episode three, he is just focused on like, give me my boobs back. I'm going to touch those boobs. God and then when he's, get them. when he's talking to her and she says, if you help me, I'll let you touch my boobs. And he just goes... Full on since then. How dare you? This is a travesty. I will not stand for this. Yeah. And I, I, I have, And he tears in. Yeah. I think that's that that was very good. Um 
It's weird though because there's, there are some slight moments of humour, and I think some of them slip slipped me by because it is such a gruesome and dark show in its mm. at its core that yeah, it was tricky to sort of almost pull away from that for these moments of attempted levity. So of levity, yeah, yeah, it was it was tricky. What, what so, about you? We'll we'll get to the the levity part in a bit because I, I do want to talk about the humor of chainsaw man and the way that it's incorporated like you said into this grim dark world but to kind of focus on denji's character arc Mm -hmm. did you find it you said perfectly encapsulated what he's about but did you find that compelling for a protagonist yes i did i thought he was um Mm. i thought i mean there are lots of characters that come out that are, are sort of downtrodden and sort of um are the lowest rung of society i guess and just sort of haven't Mm. had anything handed their way um and even when they're down it's like they just keep getting kicked and we see that brutalness of of this show putting him through all of this crap um and i thought like there's little moments of uh, of sort of where we see his real potential like when the guy pays him 100 yen yen or whatever to eat the cigarette butt and he spits it out afterwards it's that sort of i'm playing the system as well a little bit i I haven't got any power any Mm. control but i'm gonna play it as much as i can but he knows how to game those small moments yeah like yeah yeah tiny little and i think and i think that's what helps him succeed at the end really because he's anyone else would be wouldn't be capable of main of, of still surviving. He he has this way of surviving because he's mm. just he's he's quite streetwise and he's been sort of he's, he knows how to he just knows how to survive, doesn't he? Like with the dog, he's befriended this dog, he's helped the dog and and made it promise to sort of be there with him and sort of and yeah to be the on his side dog. and look after him and and a lot of people wouldn't have done that. They'd have Which, they'd have ran away from the dog, seeing the devil. They'd have. They would have let it die. Let it die. Like... And then they'd have been on their own and then come later on, wouldn't be there. So I think he spins every situation in the best possible way. And usually there is no good alternative. There's just a less worse one. So he always sees that. Mm. So I don't know, in my head, I'm seeing a scale and it's like, if you reach rock bottom of minus a hundred, you are done for. And every time he goes like negative 10, back one, negative 20, back two. So he's like he's never he's never actually yeah. getting right down. He's kind of like just just clinging on. He's, he's clawing his yeah, way up. Yeah, but he's still sinking. Yeah, and it's all and it's interesting looking at the first three episodes and being like, oh, even though now his social situation maybe is a bit better, um, is he now making? In, to use your scale analogy, is he getting towards the positive numbers or is he actually now suddenly? minus 50 but he doesn't realize it because he thinks that he's plus 10 yeah like yeah now that he's part of the system but i yeah i I think you've hit the nail on the head with denji because a a thing that a lot of people miss is that denji has had literally zero his entire life Mm. he has had nothing every bit like almost every penny that he earns is taken away from him he lives off of slices of bread with no toppings he sleeps on a dirty mattress in a hovel out in the middle of the woods he's having to sell parts of his body just to keep himself going Mm. so for somebody like that who has never experienced modern convenient life of course the things that you're going to want are going to be so mundane and vastly 
different to these lofty ideals that we're used to with shonen protagonists. I want to save the world. I want to make sure that everyone's smiling. I need to save my friends. No. I want to have a bath. I want to eat toast with five different toppings. I want to touch a pair of boobs. Denji's never had the luxury of being able to think about these kinds of things because every moment is thinking about survival. And a lot of people miss that with the, the shouting about boobs the whole time. Because now that he has the freedom to kind of think a little bigger, he's testing the waters. He's going like via primal urges. If we think about the things that he <laughs> Please don't say he it. Achieves the dreams please, that he. Please achieves. don't say it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you think I'm going to say. <laughs> gonna, if you, if you just, think about just don't mention Maslow. That he he goes through <laughs> his hierarchy of needs, <laughs> but like no, he eats udon for the first time, and now it's the best day that he's ever had. Yeah, he's gotten to like hug a woman. He's achieved another dream. Like he even says as much to. Pochita, who's living inside of him, he's like, you said that you wanted to see me achieve my dreams. Okay, here we go. Let's eat some good food. Yeah. Let's go touch some boobs. Let's pick up a porno mag. Yeah. Like, it makes sense that he's taking these, like, in and of themselves, they're really harmless and they're, and they're negligible in the wider world. It's something that's so simple and basic, but for him, this is monumental. Every mm-hmm. small thing like that is literally... The greatest day of his life. But do, is I it, think that a lot of people just see that as her do, he's just a lech. Yeah, but is it is it a little lecherous? Like, it is 100% you, like, lecherous. Like, does it... Do, do you think that people are criticising it for being lecherous or that it is just fulfilling that side of anime? Because they didn't have... They could have presented it in other ways. They could have not shown... It like as lecherous as it is, the character could have gone a different way, and I understand your argument. I'm not saying I disagree with it. That could be their their purpose altogether. But knowing the anime community, knowing what a lot of shows go for with mm. that seediness and that um, sketchy etchy, is it just their way of getting that in there? It very well could be because we do see that the camera does take a lot of um, enjoyment lingering on power and makima's assets as you will mm. um we do see that there is almost a bit of joy taken in displaying them in this way mm. and you could say yep that's a vehicle for it but i think there's enough story there. with this show in particular there is enough yeah there's enough context there from denji's past to make you think actually yeah no it makes sense for him to do these things because the idea of the boobs and stuff it comes up and he thinks, oh, yeah, that's something that I want to do with Miss Makima. But then in the meantime, he's like, I'm singing in the bath. I'm yeah. going to sleep yeah. on the toilet. Yeah. I'm eating this super toast. Like, yeah. And, and it's, it's perfectly encapsulated in that scene with Aki in the alleyway when Aki kicks the shit out of him. And he's like, you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> I've had friends who have died. If you're not serious about this job, then I don't care. And then she goes, look, dude, I ate udon for the first time today. This is, I'm riding high. If you take that away from me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he just boots him yeah. in the nuts. It's and he's just nuts like, or nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> you're not kidding. Yeah. You really do only aim for the nuts. Yeah. The balls devil got him, miss. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. Um, fair enough. Denji is great. I think... We've spent almost 15 minutes talking about Denji. I think 
he's the crux of Chainsaw Man. And that's why it works so well. Because I don't think if you put like a Deku in this situation, it would be too melodramatic. Mm, yeah, Denji is just stupid enough and just wholesome enough and just insane enough that it works. Yeah, like, this would not work with. I think he's a. Yeah, yeah. you imagine. Deku coming in being like, I'm going to save everybody, and then getting stabbed to death by all the zombies. Mm. Like, Yeah. It could be a, a sort of... A, a, yeah, it'd be a very different tone. Could work if they did it sort of like tongue-in-cheek. Like, he just keeps getting shat on all the time. <laughs> and just... I'm still going to save everyone. Oh, look, I've got chainsaw arms now. Um, uh, yeah, okay, right. So, good. Denji's a good protagonist for this show. Um... It's interesting, up top, you mentioned that it was uh, that MAPPA produced Jujutsu, Kais- Jujutsu Tyson. Kaisen. Whatever it is. Kaisen. Yeah. yeah. Um, the author of this, I, 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 mm-hmm. is there any connection there as well? Because I was like, th- this whole story reminded me of, of that show. Because... Jujutsu Kaisen, the idea of curses and devils and well, also, being uh, a kind of a modern-ish setting. Yeah, but also the fact that the protagonist is in a catch-22 where he has the powers of the devil and is now sort of Mm. a pet used and, like, you are not going to do what you want. You'll work for us and, like, we'll kill you if you step out of line. Like, it's exactly the same thing as Jujutsu Kaisen. And... Very similar. And what else? Yeah, like, the fact that they're going to go around hunting all these things and they've got a weird little cast that are going to support them. Um, Yeah. They've all got their own unique powers based on curses or devils. Yeah. Or yeah. It is very similar. And again, Jump went through within like the past five to seven-ish years. There have been a lot of Shonen Jump titles which have been focused primarily on teenagers in metropolitan Tokyo fighting against ancient demons and curses and things like that. And Chainsaw Man came along just as Jujutsu was kind of starting to pop off in popularity and we had like Hell's Paradise going at the same time. We had um, a bunch of these young manga which are focused on these kind of stories and it just happened to overlap. What sets Chainsaw Man apart is the fact that you've got Fujimoto writing and compared to Jujutsu, which is following a very kind of standard shonen formula, but like accelerated to let's say 100 miles an hour chainsaw man's doing the same thing but it's then also doing like meta commentary on top of that and it's going at 200 miles an hour or all zero miles an hour it seems to some bits are very slow and some bits are very very fast Mm. um but even the slow bits you're getting fed information about the world i disagree there was quite a lot of moments where it was just like staring at the sky or just like quite long silences yeah well yeah yeah, that's what I, that's how I felt. Yeah. I think that comes into to Fujimoto's style. Like the author is a massive film buff, as we'll get into when we talk about the OP. Mm. Um, but he had a lot of involvement with the anime, and so there were a lot of stylistic changes that he made to make it feel more cinematic and to feel more. Um, I know. I guess pondering. Yeah. Because when you're reading the manga, it's going like, as you flick a page, like things are happening at 110 miles an hour. But when you're watching that in anime form, you can't just hit a reader with a thousand things a second. You've got to give them time to breathe. And I think those quieter moments in the anime do help to 
set the tone in a in a certain way. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, those those panels you can just breeze past if there's nothing of note, I guess. It's like, oh yeah, that's pretty. Next page. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Now we're back to the blood and gore. Yeah. Um, okay, and I was a little bit disappointed, but again, it's just pacing. But I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't see more um, chainsaw money because we, we there's relatively mm. little of that. They really hold off yeah. on it. And they, episode two in particular is just yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So Chainsaw Man, he's 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 a fun dude. Um, do you want? To, but there is no connection between like the writing of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and um, this. No, the the authors are totally separate. Yeah. Um, to get back to your question, yeah. no, they. I think they. I think they are friends in real life. I think there's been a few tweets where they're like, "Oh, we went out drinking today." <laughs> Oh, cool. Um, I've just looked up Jujutsu Kaisen author. He's my age. Gegege something? Yeah, he's my age. No. Yeah, he's 30, dude. No. Oh. He's about to be 31 oh, next no. month, so I've got like eight months to get... <laughs> to be at his level. Look, we, we've also created a great piece of, of art in the form of Gateway to the Anniverse, now hitting its 109. And if you like what you hear... We also create it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn on, sponsors. It's exactly... You can yeah. come on. It's, you can come on in. It's exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same level of success. I won't hear anyone say otherwise. Um, okay, mind. so... Where do we want to go? Because, like... Like I said up top, I haven't made a million notes of this because it was just a sort of a bit of an experience watching this show. Um, there was. Let's talk about that. Then. <clears throat> okay. Let's talk about the experience of watching it. Um, I want to pick your brain about the direction, the animation, and the storyboarding. So, yeah. Cool. As you were just watching this mm. show. Tell me what you felt. Tell me what you felt about the way that it was presented. So we've talked about the characters. We've talked about some of the violence and some of the concepts and the story. I want you to tell me what you thought of the presentation. So the 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 the, the violence and the hyperviolence, the the way that the action scenes, the way that the action scenes are directed is very fast paced. Very a lot of three D animated stuff. Right? Am I getting that right? A lot of three D stuff here. Funnily enough, there was a big debate on Twitter about this, okay. about whether how much of the action sequences, especially in episode one and three, yeah. had CG yeah. in them. Because there are a few shots where, where it looks CG and it looks a bit wonky. And then the animator came out and showed off his Genga, and that's like the, the rough drawings of like the keyframes of animation. And a lot of it was hand-drawn, okay. but it was done in such a way that it looked almost 3D because they were just that bloody good and Mappa's After Effects team were that good. Mm. Now, there is some CG in the first episode that does look a little bit janky mm. here and there, but most of the big action cuts, like where he's like pirouetting across the room and slicing people apart, yeah. majoritively that is hand-drawn. Oh, cool. Not very good. Um kudos there then um yeah i thought they were very good i thought it was always there was quite a lot of it was quite dark a lot of it um and i don't Mm. think that particularly helped it a lot of dark rooms and stuff um there was a bit 
in episode three, the iconic scene where he's the sudden glints off his off his uh, off his chainsaw helmety yeah <clears throat> chainsaw uh, when he's fighting the bat out in the street. I think a lot of that was pretty cool. But again, it was so quick and fast paced. Um, there was certain times where I was like. Not sure what you're cutting here right now, but it's it, it looks bloody and it looks dangerous, but and I'd rather it, it, there's blood yeah. going everywhere. Yeah, so very um, just intense, a lot going on, um, but very impressive in it's just sort of that their their attempt at delivering that high level stuff. Um, honestly, overall, I wasn't blown away in the way that I expected to be. Um, and I just don't know whether that's, you know, we talked, we talked when when we talked about this show before, just like in passing, we've had a big conversation around empathising with characters and having that connection with protagonists when you don't have that human yeah. element to them. Um, so seeing him in mm. battle as Chainsaw Man, I wonder whether I've just got a bit of disconnect there, but. I am really happy because he's just what a you didn't tell me. Maniac. Yeah, what you didn't tell me was that he returns to human form when he's not Chainsaw Man. So I assumed the whole show would be him in Chainsaw form, and I was very skeptical about how that would work. But they do get around that with him mm. returning to human form afterwards. It all kind of melts off, melting off of him at the end of the first episode. Yeah, and we can see his charisma <laughs> come through. Um, what's your opinion of the animation here? Because I feel like you. You hide this, hold this to high standards, or higher, higher regard. I do, but but what's really interesting is that I have a very similar feeling um, that you do in that there's something there within it that isn't quite gripping. Mm. Now, I will die on the hill that this is one of the best looking shows that I think I have ever seen okay. in terms of sheer animation quality it's not just the fact that the action scenes look good like if we're looking at something like demon slayer or attack on titan often it's kind of like okay we're going to save the resources and the talent for this big burst there's a moment episode one where makima and her two goons just walk into the warehouse and the level of detail that goes into the fabric of their coats and the hair as they walk in there Mm. is phenomenal like this show in general the animation is wild that they managed to pull this off. Like every moment looks almost like it's rotoscope. The characters are moving with realism and there's details that most other shows just leave out, even down to the lighting. It's not just, look, I've, I've animated this person walking really well, but like the lighting is casting shadows and characters are making micro expressions within conversations and the the camera work, like, they're not just taking the easy shot. Yeah. We talk a lot and we criticize a lot, especially with, like, churned out isekais or by-the-numbers shonen. We talk about how, oh, the camera will set up here and look at this character and the character's mouth will flap and then it goes to the next character. With Chainsaw Man, it feels like every two lines, the camera's changing to a new position. We're getting Dutch angles. We're getting the camera panning around people whilst they're talking. We're getting like high up angles we're getting things from perspectives that you don't often see outside of a movie or an ova from the 90s and it feels cinematic and it's gorgeous to look at 
But again, there is just something there. It's almost, I want to say, overproduced. It's like everything looks so good at all moments and is trying to emulate the movies that Fujimoto loves that almost something kind of gets lost in the process. Like there's not like something you can latch onto. And I don't know if that's like you said, because Denji is this maniac that we don't have that connecting tie to, whether it's because it's meant to be us looking in as it as a film. I just, I think, I think it is a stunning like production. Yeah. To jump on the back of that, there are, I didn't really think too much at the time about the cinematography of it, but you're right in that a lot of those, a lot of the shots are really interesting and thought about in a in a sort of cinematic way. Like in particular, what comes to my mind is the scene with the bat on the roof, and we see um, the girl, the the the, the fiend power. power. Yeah, that's that's a name for some reason. Uh, power at the bottom of the collapsed roof and you've got the rays of sunlight beaming down on her. She's looking up and she's sort of just given up and he's in the shadows looking at it from like, there's a lot of sort of symbolism there and there's, it's very, very cool shot. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of good moments like that where the, you, you know that they are really investing in how this show is presented to the audience. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on why I wasn't. Maybe it's to do with like the 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 the, the, the aesthetic of the whole show. The fact that like we've been yeah. we've been spoiled with a lot of crisp sort of outlines of characters where they're very separated from the backgrounds, mm. where very stylized, very stylized stuff, and then this is a bit more sketchy a bit more loose around the edges like it's very cinematic but is it as crisp potentially not yeah you know now that you mention it i i thinking back on it the colors of again are very muted yeah. there's not like much that pops out of the screen i'm thinking back i recently i say recently i was watching it as it was airing but i'm thinking back to demon slayer which is a oh, show wow. that i Full think of color. is objectively maybe worse than Chainsaw Man. Like I like Chainsaw Man more than I like Demon Slayer. But when I'm thinking in my mind of animation and things that stand out, yes, Chainsaw Man is immaculately produced and is some of the best character acting I've ever seen animated. But then I think back and I'm like, oh, but look at the colors and the thick lines and the way that the characters are moving in the fight scenes in Demon Slayer season two. And there is no way that you can't say that it's like, it stays in your mind. Mm. It was with Chainsaw Man, because we're seeing such almost mundanity, we've, we're seeing a character sit in a car and the hair's moving in an immaculate way mm. as and the reflections are perfect as they look out the window, but it's mundane. It's like I could I could watch a movie where the same shot is being made and it's not gripping. It's amazing that we can do this in anime form now, but it's not blowing my mind like watching I think, a 14 year old boy in a green coat spiral through the air whilst his sword's on I think, fire I think, I think colour you know? color has a lot to do with it like you just said I think I think that's that's a really good point because the, the, even the, the main even the protagonist 
is it hasn't he's got a chainsaw for a head and even that's fairly muted like even the red is not like a popping red it's like and that's not a criticism yeah, it feels like that's a choice and, and i think they've gone for this realism like you don't have these bright vivid colors in generally nature and it, i guess it, you know a brand new chainsaw might have a popping red but this is sort of like a rugged sort of worn down Mm. demonic version of a chainsaw so it's not going to have that same impact so i think it's not a criticism but i do think that's potentially where that feeling comes from like if you imagined it with these bright vivid colors like i'm thinking what what shows do great jobs with color like think about carol and tuesday when we watched that and the beautiful palettes that they use like it wouldn't work in this show. And again, that was going for realism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like that was a show that that was exactly very much based in reality, but it still allowed the colours to flow and it, it used rich, very different feel, visually appealing, very different feel. But like it wouldn't work very in different, this. I don't very think. Different. But I think I think that's part of why it doesn't have that same impact. Um, if you did do something like that with this show, I think it would add to the levity. It would add to, you wouldn't be taking it as seriously and buying into his struggles. Mm-hmm. Like what's that show? Um, the 99 or whatever. What The show? 86. 80, no, no. The one, the one, the uh, mafia one where the, the, what the series oh, that I saw. Oh, 99 days. Yeah. Is that, is that it? 91, 91 days? days. Like that's very muted as yeah. well, but it's very dark and, mm. um, somber it, fit, it fits the show because it's like a it's a mafia show and it's it, it's again it's realistic it's yeah like and people aren't this is the same thing buildings. isn't it we've got we've got a mafia show so yeah. potentially it's we expect we're so used and spoiled we're so spoiled by action shots where you're spinning around and destroying demons we're so used to those being high high vis color sort of like just popping mm. off that when it does it in this way we don't get that same connection that same i think that's it dude i think we're feeling i, I, I think we're, i think we're i think i think it. you've done it i think you've you've hit the nail on the head there the color palette and the the realism that the show is trying to go for we're too trained on my hero and jujutsu and titan and dragon ball where the bombastic moments are accompanied with massive amounts of color mm. i think for me and maybe a lot of other manga readers watching this the we'd get color spreads for Chainsaw Man and the the covers of the manga would be basically where we saw most of the color and they would be very, very bright. Like the gore would be all done in like blues and greens to kind of get past the sensors and stuff. But like you look at the front cover of Chainsaw Man volume one and then compare that to the Chainsaw Man that we see in the anime itself and there's a stark difference in terms of <laughs> the amount of colour and yeah. rawness. I've just Googled it, like, yeah. The big green, yeah. green, orange. The difference? Yeah. Intestines like all over the place and yeah. And then the show, because it's trying to be cinematic and succeeding in being cinematic and trying to be like, it's almost like, you know what? It's almost like an anime version of a live action adaptation of chainsaw man yeah if that makes any sense at all yeah yeah they tried to replicate it rather than yeah i i understand what you mean like they haven't tried to um cartoonize cartoonize cartoonify the um the the live action they've gone for like as much realism as possible and replicated the color palettes from the real live action film sort of thing 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because you're right. That, they, they, I'm looking at a few different covers, and they're all focused on making that colour pop. They pop. They mm. really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Impressive. That could be a thing. Good effort. Look, I, I, I'm happy with that, yeah. because I, that's been something that's been stuck in the back of my mind since watching this show as it was airing. It was like, why didn't I like this more? Mm. Everything on paper, says yeah, yeah, this, yeah. and I think we've just un- we've just unpicked it there. It's the color palette, and it's the there you go, the vine. All right, um, good. Effort. Let's get into something big, which is the OP. Sam, what do we think? Oh, kickback! What a bop! The song, quite a lot of color in it, wouldn't you say, Sam? <laughs> I would say that it's 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 very interesting in terms of how much color and uh, action and animation that has gone into this OP. Like it's an utterly insane OP. Yeah. For the fact that this even exists makes it one of my favorites of all time. It's full of movie references, but just replacing it with cast from the Chainsaw Man anime, <laughs> and the song itself is just an absolute banger. Mm. Like, oh. how would you describe the song? What, what did you think? No, how do you, how would you describe the song? How would I describe the song? <laughs> you could literally be singing um, there the B Stars song. Oh, good comparison! <laughs> like, I, it, yeah. there was a lot about this OP that reminded me of B Stars, and I listened to the B Stars again, and it's a lot more heavier than I remember. Like, it's the the original OP. Like, I always remember the like the jazzy stuff. Um, but it's quite intense yeah. as well. Yeah, and... but you're right. Like the the singer, especially like in the B Star song, get, he gets it. Like you can feel his like mm. chords vibrating as he sings, and a lot of that translates into kickback. Especially as he, like you hit the chorus and he he like screams out. Yeah, just before the chorus drop. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good comparison. And I think. Um the energy was quite similar. Like, I think this was a bit more, the, 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 the Chainsaw Man was definitely a bit more intense, but um, yeah, a lot of similar vibes. Um, and just the interesting artistry with it. Like there's a lot, so much, so much sketchy and sort of frayed edges of a lot of the characters in this. And obviously there yeah. was a bit of that with the Beastars OP with the sort of the way the, the claymation and stuff that was going on. It was, I don't mm. know. Similar vibes, and also the fact that the Chainsaw Man at times looks a bit like a wolf, um, because of the way his uh, head's <laughs> positioned, because <laughs> the way that it's been, it's been positioned and drawn. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a very e- even if we take away all the references and everything else, if it was just like the action sequence within this with the music, I think this is already a winner of an OP. But the fact that we've then decided to pile on literally every movie reference ever <laughs> is amazing can you can you can you name any of them i can't I, I i obviously i saw things in there but i wouldn't be able to sort of pinpoint what i saw <clears throat> okay are you ready yeah did you make a list here is every reference that is in the chainsaw man <laughs> op kickback are you ready yeah i'm ready go for it are you sitting comfortably children <laughs> We begin with Dante's Divine Comedy painting on the wall over the top of the initial shot as he pulls the chainsaw 
chain. Then we get Reservoir Dogs as they're walking through the street. It's then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as he's hugging Pochita on the grave. Then it's Pulp Fiction. Kashibe is holding a gun and pointing at the camera. Then it's Sadako versus Kaiko as they're jumping over the well. Then it's No Country for Old Men when he's taking off his shoe. Then it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doing the exact same thing as they're driving through the suburbs. Next, it's Attack of the Killer Tomatoes whilst they're crawling on the desks. There's even a Tomato Devil poster up on the wall. Then it's Don't Look Up from 1994 with Denji screaming in fear. After that, it's Jacob's Ladder with the angel who's sitting on the stairs. After that, it's Constantine with Aki and another character on the roof. After that, it's the Big Lebowski where he's rubbing the bowling balls. After that, it's Thor, Love and Thunder when power is introduced and they have the text at the bottom. After that, it's the Venus flytrap when Makima is feeding Denji a snail. The snail is also a reference to a certain type of bacteria that takes over the host and allows it to propagate. After that, Denji crashes through a number of walls during the action sequence which spells out CSM, Chainsaw Man. After that, he bursts out of a big sphere which is a reference to neon genesis evangelion <laughs> after that it's fight club with a big golden ball that power hits down the street after that it's manipulation de los medios a mexican painting where aki is looking at a painting of the city whilst makimo is looking over the top of said painting and finally it is the mickey mouse clubhouse dance <laughs> as power and denji do a little dance at the end of the op <laughs> did you enjoy that sam that that that, that was fun to watch or listen to. I really enjoyed yeah. that. I, I spent a good amount of time going through and trying to find all the <laughs> You were hoping I would ask, right? Mickey Mouse and the snail. I was like, come on. If he doesn't, how do I make this sound natural? <laughs> like, I can't put all this research to wait. That's the that's the a quarter of my notes. Right. It all, all comes together. Made. It all makes sense. Ah, uh, brilliant. But again, that all comes into it to speak to Fujimoto, the, the manga author's love of cinema. He is a self-confessed filmophile, and so much of that is translated into his manga. When you read his manga, it's like you're... And it sounds weird to say out loud, but it's like you're reading a film. He's able to make his panels cinematic, and with the anime being announced, he was really interested in getting involved with the director so that he could make this a love letter to cinema, almost. And we talked about the animation stuff already, but to throw all those references into the OP, mwah, chef kiss. Yeah. Very good, very good. Okay, so what do you give the OP out of 10? I give it going to the movies out of 10. Going to the movies out of 10. That's a good level of OPness. Yeah. I will give it a blockbuster out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Even better. Yeah. Um, so to build on that and to move on then, um, the EDs, which... Yeah, plural. It's an interesting one. Plural. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I think any time a show goes for multiple EDs for, this, for different episodes, you've got to give them like bonus points because it's just it's a lot of unnecessary effort that they've gone to to give a better experience for the viewer like they don't no one goes in expecting that and i think it's always impressive when they do so you know absolute bonus points i think um i I like them all to be honest which was your fave which was my favorite um i really like the visuals of episode two um it reminded me yeah, Lucy's reading uh, Heartstoppers at the minute, and it really reminded me of the color, pa- mm-hmm. color palette of that, um, sort of the covers at least, because it's got um, it's just very pastely and um, yeah, quite cool, quite yeah. cool color palette. So I like the visuals there. Um, I liked the first ED song. I thought that was the best. 
the song was very good. It was uh, full on just like, and it, it feels almost like it was cater made for the show, right? Yeah. Because it's talking about chainsaw blood. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Man and blah. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's nice that it's actually like, yeah. you know, the show is involved with the song. That's good. Yeah. Um, Actually, but the third know, one was pretty good as well. Number three. Yeah. Do you know why? It's because it's by Maximum the Hormone, who did the the second, you know, the second half of Death Note. Oh yeah. When OP suddenly gets really screamy. Yeah. It's them. Interesting. They're back, baby. It was very screamo, wasn't it? But then it like has this pop rock, pop rock, punk <sighs> song at the end as well, and that's cool. The 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 level of the shift is good. It's, just, it's, it's again, it's like what we spoke, spoke about last week with um. What did we watch last week? Akiba. Akiba and uh, shifted the shift in the OP when it just like um, changed. Oh, that OP, that OP is god tier. Yeah. I can't get over it. Like I frequently find myself like going back to the Akiba uh, OP. Yeah. No, all all yeah, very good. I agree. Um, they're all good. I think my favourite was probably the second one yeah. just because I really liked seeing... Uh, Denji and Aki and Power just kind <laughs> yeah, of like going, through the going city. about their day. Yeah, yeah. And again, just having like this, it, it looks like it was maybe solo animated by somebody because everything's very consistent and the animation is quite limited, but it's still like hmm. effective. Similar um, to Jujutsu Kaisen's ED. <gasps> yes, the f- yes, the first um, half. Yeah. The first ED. Oh, that is an incredible AD. Honestly, I don't think anything. No, erased. No, I always go back to erased. Yeah, the paper. It's too good. Is that the paper one? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. But yeah, um, I've got a score for each one. Oh, God, okay. Do you have a score for all of them? Uh, or are you just going to go give it a, a blanket? I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a score. As, I've got a blanket one. So I, I, will, I will give it a... Um, Christmas selection box out of board. Yeah. <laughs> selection box <laughs> out of ten. Um love a selection box. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What about you? Very nice. What are you giving each one? Um I give the first one getting surprise squashed by power out of ten because it's a good song, <laughs> but there's no visuals. Uh the second one I give it a a night out in Tokyo out of ten. Nice. Followed by um Screams out of ten. Screams out of ten. Good. Screamy yes. one. Yeah. Screams Wonderful. out of ten. Perfect. I so can't much. work out whether that's a good thing or not, but each to their own, I guess. That's maximum the hormone, baby. It's just. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm enjoying <laughs> we'll see it. What happens? But I am experiencing it all the same. <laughs> I, I am experiencing this. <laughs> yeah. I want that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I have to experience this. So so do you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most. Uh, Middle of oh, middle ground. I am experiencing this. This is happening. Um, <laughs> this is ha- this is in fact happening. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our big three questions. Uh, and um, do we do a transition let's here? Do it. We do do. A okay. Transition tra- roll the transition. Roll the second then. one. <laughs> okay. Right, well, it is time for our big three questions. We're going to ask of this show, can we show it to a novice, a newbie, somebody who's never watched anime before? And to do that, we have three connecting questions. That is concept and execution. Do we like what this show's about? And has it been executed in a way that is appealing? 
turnoffs is something that would maybe deter a new viewer, push them away from the show, make them not want to ever touch anime ever again. And finally, compelability, the idea that we want to continue watching this show. Um, let's throw it to you for the first question. Mm. Concept and execution. Devils, chainsaws, gore. What do you think? How's it executed? Go. I don't know how to answer this question. It's... Um... The concept, I think... It, it's a tough one, this time. Yeah, I think the concept is not good. Like, it's a, it's so out there. It's a bit like... Like you said, it's played out. Yeah, yeah. It's played out there with a lot of other things. I mean, to be fair, my exposure to it hasn't been that great. I've seen a couple of things with, like, Demon Slayer and Jiu-Jitsu. But, yeah, but I, I don't think it's that it's been overplayed for me. I think it's just... The absurdity of it is very much like I don't know. Either you're in the anime universe and you, or in in the universe and you know this genre and you're happy to watch it, but like you say, mm. it's overplayed. So potentially that is not a good thing being in the universe. Or you're coming at it from an outside perspective and it's so bizarre and wacky that you're not going to enjoy it and you're not going to really want to watch it. So I think it is a tricky concept to try and push and then execution of that concept is again very mixed because we've said a lot of good things and a lot of positives but there is that element that we discussed where is it but a noob isn't going to be overexposed to all of that wonderful anime fighting stuff so potentially a noob would get on better and not have that um what's the word it's like a like a little nugget little niggle when it comes to the animation um yeah, I find I find concept mm. and execution really, really tricky. What about you? Any thoughts? You've mentioned basically everything <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I stole your notes and um, just um. You, yeah, oh, I knew I shouldn't have put them on the Google Drive. <laughs> God damn it! Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's an odd duck because we've got this. I, I would say the execution. What a, sorry, what a what is, a um sort of wholesome image to give this show it's just an odd duck <laughs> an odd duck. yeah go into go watch chainsaw man I'm it's now... an odd duck <laughs> i'm now picturing a duck with a chainsaw yeah. coming out but it's, it's, well it's basically the dog isn't it again like that's the cutest thing in the world it's pochita <laughs> oh i love it i they, they are currently doing life-sized uh pochitas at crane games here in japan and it's taken all of my willpower not to spend an absurd amount of yen trying to win a life-size pochita <laughs> brilliant they should make an actual chainsaw yeah. with a pochita yeah. um handle oh my god could you imagine could someone you imagine? must have designed that um, as for <laughs> concept and execution i think the execution is really 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 good mm. um concept young boy gets devil powers and fights devils kind of again yet yeah, like we said it's, it's played out but again for somebody coming into it new is that going to be a problem? Maybe, maybe not. But let's look at this with a broad lens. It's a played out concept. The execution is where the crux of this comes in. And we've praised the animation and the action sequences to high heaven. But again, for us, we're still here thinking, ah, oh, there's, there's just something that's not quite there with it. Mm. It's an incredible undertaking. And I think it is executed really well. But for the average viewer, they're going to be like, 
Yeah, it's fine. It's pretty cool. It's also the fact it's that... It's a movie, but it's a cartoon. It's also the fact that it's a chainsaw man. <laughs> like... A man who is, in no, fact, made of chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think there could be an argument to be made that if this is where people start, they start with the kind of... Again, they'd be spoiled because of how good it is, but if they start with this kind of muted palette... Yeah. Issue. Yeah, there's a lot. If this got them into anime and they suddenly then go to Demon Slayer or they go to Attack on Titan and suddenly everything's popping out of the screen, would they suddenly go, wow? Or are they going to be spoiled with uh, mature storytelling like in here where you've got this whole backstory stuff? Yeah. And And then they'll be like, oh, who cares about the kids? Like, yeah. Oh, he's sad because he didn't get the last bit of bread or whatever like whatever <laughs> i don't know whatever the most recent high school fighting anime is about yeah i don't know i think it's a tricky one uh, so turnoffs i think we've yeah. sort of discussed throughout the show you've got the the muted palette tone i think for a lot of people might be not engaging enough potentially for those action shots um I yeah. tell you what, did they miss a trick? Could they have ramped up the colour just for the action shots? You know, like how some shows oh, wouldn't that have been good? just like really intense colour just for those bits, and it's like it takes you out of it. It's a then, different feel, and then draw back. So, like the mundane part of life where you're having to deal with bills and taxes, and and the bureau is all that kind of muted cinematic stuff. But then the second it goes into like Devil, well, Warriors, uh, and Denji's like laughing like a exactly it, it, the cover things, and it's suddenly it's yeah. like hyper stylized, sketchy lines. There's no borders. How oh. that would have been sick because then it's it's personified his it, yeah like he, he uh, Denji in those his moments insanity. it's his insanity yeah exactly oh damn it <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't thought that thought um, well we need to find our way onto the production committee for season two yeah <laughs> yeah I'm sure that'll happen sometime soon I've, I've, any day now absolutely in fact I'm gonna hold my breath yeah. <gasps> well well. Come back, please. Well, you're going red. <laughs> well, um, okay. So, turn offs. Anything else you want to add? Um, blood, gore. Yeah. And again, to begin with, it is very realistic. Like we see Denji get like a slash across the back, and that is yeah. just like, tendons are split. Like it's pretty gruesome. Um, there's a bit of nudity from Power, but I don't think it's like egregious because. It's wrapped up in a wholesome scene of her raising a cat. So, sure, fine. And it's not played to be sexy, right? It's just her being a fucking gremlin. We didn't really talk about power. I love her. She canonically smells like shit, is a pathological liar and a racist. Yeah. And somehow everybody still loves her. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, like, by the end of episode three, I don't think we've got much. Because Denji's sort of gone after the bat to save her but at this stage she's still inside right give me my boobs back yeah the best line in tv anime yeah absolutely um yeah uh what's the final question does it do enough uh Uh, compelability compelability. do you want to keep watching do you want to watch more 
For me, I would say yes. I want to watch more. I want to see how... Can you remove yourself from your us? No, can you remove yourself from your... (laughs) Can you remove yourself from your experience of the manga? See, now that's another tough question because... (laughs) God damn, the manga's so good. (laughs) And again, it's a very different experience watching the show because... So I was watching this, and I was watching the rerun of, uh, or not the rerun, but the re-continuation. That's not what re means. The continuation <laughs> of Bleach um, this season. And honestly, like, a lot of Bleach held my attention more than Chainsaw Man. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode of Bleach. I'm actually going to go watch the dub version of episode 11 of Bleach again for the second time. And I can't say that I've re-watched episode of Chainsaw Man. So... Compelability wise. Are you like, just watching Chainsaw Man because you like Chainsaw Man the manga? It could very well be that, to be honest. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> My entire belief system's just been shook to its core. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the fact that if the manga is that good, it was always going to be really hard for the anime to live up to that. So. And some things are better in manga form also, than, like, than anime. Yeah, some stories are better in. And if they listened to our advice yeah, and made those fight scenes pop, it would be ten times better. It would be a ten out of ten show, baby, <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> no, I I think off of these first three episodes, it's kind of difficult to get a grip because we don't really have a status quo yet. Everything is still being established, even so late as yeah. three. It's like almost, the power subplot yeah, right. almost seems built up to be, oh, we need an action sequence because we spent too long trying to explain what public safety is and what devils are and just having Denji meet his teammates. Like, And, and even the quote-unquote action sequence of him and Aki on their first job is just him killing the guy in one hit. Mm. Like it's not, an, he doesn't change. He doesn't like turn into Chainsaw Man. We're still exploring Denji as a character. We're not looking at this as a <laughs> everything's happening all at once yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So does it do enough? It's really tough. Yeah. Because like my brain wants to say yes, because I know where it's going, but off the first three episodes, would I? Mm. Questionable, isn't it? I don't know. Look. What do you think? Well, like, What's your gut? My gut feeling is no. I think for a new view, a new viewer, it would be too. The, the story and the intensity of everything is so high, and it is high brow. It's high quality. It's good writing. To then be flipped with this, the animation style being muted and the, the blood, the gore, the mm. gruesomeness, the, the the devil stuff, which I think is very anime ish and potentially would turn people off because it's you've got this realism to it but then you've got these cartoonified demons that look like tomatoes and it's it's just a bit sort of absurd if you're not used to that sort of um world building and yeah i just think some of the pacing uh yeah I, i don't know i don't think i don't think a new viewer to anime would be hooked on this in the way that we want them to be because this show loves movies so much i'm going to use a movie analogy it's like 
if you, if you went to watch Tenant by Christopher Nolan right as his first film and then watching that you think yeah that was pretty crap i had no idea what was going on it was very well made yeah but it i don't know what the fuck happened right okay like you then think that the rest of his movies like the all the dark knight stuff interstellar all of that would not be as good i think this is the same kind of thing you're coming into this maybe too early in your anime career, you should watch some other stuff. You should get an appreciation for the medium to understand why it is so excellent in terms of like the animation and the, the compositing and stuff. And then you can make your decision on whether that works story wise along with the muted colors and whatnot. Yeah. I think this, you have a baseline. Yeah. I think this is very unique in the way it combines its aesthetic with the story. Like, you think about all of the things we've seen with muted colours, like Erased, like, um, mm. uh, what was the one we mentioned earlier, uh, the 80, 91 Days or whatever it is. They're all very based mm. in the real world with real problems, or at least non, not like um, fant- fantastical um, elements. So, apart yeah, from time travel. It's all quite grounded. <laughs> but yeah. Aside from the time travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it is brave of the show to try and maintain that with these sort of fan- fantasy elements and these sort of sci-fi sort of building up these devil things. So it's it's a show that I think people might be curious about and should give a go. And I will, I, I would like to see where it goes. I think, um, but again, I've heard so much about the manga. I don't know whether to just go for that instead. So I'll see. Um, it's a breezy 90 chapters. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to put it in. I think no. Yeah. no. Sorry, Chainsaw Man. Mm-mm. But you may disagree, so please let us know what you think about Chainsaw Man. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and tell us your thoughts, because Sam loves this. I liked it, but I wasn't blown away based on what the hype has been around this show. I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. Um and, you know, sometimes you get pleasantly surprised. Sometimes you get a little bit disappointed. Like last week, I was massively surprised with our um, made cafe war thing. I cannot believe, like, if you if you think about the, the trajectory of this show, like the fact that we've just gone, oh, yeah, Akiba Made War, that really niche show that we watched last week. Get it in the universe. Everybody watch this show. And then we go... Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah, Chainsaw Man. It's all right. Uh, nah, man. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yeah. Mid. Yes, it's even mid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird and wacky world we live in in the universe, but um, that's why we love it, because we get situations like that where big shows won't get in, and um, because we have strict criteria. We're not looking, like, objectively, it's a good show, but is it what we want to show a noob? Probably not. So, anyway... Moving on to bigger and better things, we're going to talk about our own lives in Slice of Life. Uh, so if you're sticking around, we'd love to uh, tell you what we've been up to. And if you're not, we'll see you next week for another episode of Gateway to the Universe. Ah, oh, it's that time of the week again, Will, where we can just sit back, relax, and talk about what we've been up to. Have you been up to anything much? Watching, reading, going places, doing things. What's been going on in your slice of life? Um, I have been reading 
and I, I sort of, yeah, I need to get back into it. I've been reading June. Um, the Tom Felton thing. Yeah, the Tom Felton thing. <laughs> now I downloaded June the audio book and I've been listening to that um before Christmas and sort of like sporadically since. Um you know June? You know June. I know June. I've seen the film. I really like the film. I thought it was like a fascinating look at sci-fi mm. because uh, hey, maybe similar to Chainsaw Man, it bucked conventions. Yeah. It was like what if it's sci-fi but we don't have computers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was very cool it was a very unique sci-fi world like so and you've been reading the original novel. yeah How's yeah that? it's um it's it's hard to read man like it's hard to listen to because i think when you read something you go at your own pace and when you struggle with particular vocabulary and things you you might reread the sentence so like i find myself with the audiobook having to pull myself out of i, I have a habit i have a problem of having to understand every sentence uh, when I read something, I don't read particularly quickly. Oh, you have to go back. Yeah, I don't read particularly quickly because I need to make sure everything goes in because I don't want to miss anything. And I feel like whether it's a podcast or anything, if I zone out for it a bit, I have to go back and and sort of re-listen because. So it is a bit on the same. So yeah, the same it's it, it's not great because especially with a novel, especially June, which is a huge book, um, is. Dense. It's so dense, and there's so much about this world and this uh, this universe that you have no idea about. And the language and the terminology is rich. Like it's 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 like how I imagine Star Wars would be if it was written in a novel. Like just talking about all these different things and just throwing words at you, and you're not. I don't genuine. I genuinely don't think you're supposed to understand it all. It's there to sort of enrich the world. Yeah. But I feel like I should, and I don't want to miss stuff. I don't want to seem dumb by not getting something that comes up later. So I've had to sort of pull myself out of that and just let myself enjoy the narrative and the ride and the story. So, which I am enjoying. Um, but yeah, it's weird, but it's a weird story, man. But uh, I'm about halfway through, I think, and um, it's it's good. There's some been some nice twists. And Have stuff. you seen? The... I haven't seen the movie. I wanted to read the. Have you seen I the wanted movie? to read the book first. <gasps> Okay, because I was going to ask questions about like, yeah, no spoilers, dude. Whether, like how faithful <laughs> and stuff it was. I, I won't say anything. I, I'm pretty sure that the movie only makes it to about halfway through the novel. Oh, okay. So okay, All right. Thanks. That because we're getting Dune part. We're getting Dune part two next, mm. like next year, this year, this okay. year. Good. Okay, that, that, that helps my expectations. I, because when I watch the movie, if it like cuts halfway through and I'm like, where the fuck is the rest of the movie? <laughs> Where's the rest of it? <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what I love with um with stories like that, is where you are thrown into a world and they're talking about terms and accessing the flabber garment yeah, yeah. and using the flooper duper to fly across the, the sand. And it's like they're not giving anything away there's no like index or, or maybe there is with dude maybe yeah, there's maybe. Like a, a glossary at the back they I, do I they do have the sort of these right. um mini chapters that are like, like a minute or two long where they've got this ethereal voice come over and sort of um speak kind of speak about one particular thing or one particular element and it's mm. like um someone talking about things that have happened in the past it's a weird sort of and I don't know what that looks like in the actual book. I'd quite like to buy the hard copy at some point so that I can compare what it looks like. Because it's clearly, there's different 
things going on at different times, different perspectives. Um, mm. Yeah, it's not just following one character; it's following a few different people. And but it's it's, it's a fairly old book, I isn't like it? That the main guy's called Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just like epic space adventure. Yeah. Paul. So that's interesting. So oh yeah, because it'd be interesting to see how the movie portrays it because Paul. I guess is the main character in the book, but there is a lot of focus on his parents and different people in the story that aren't Paul. Um, and they, so yeah, and and the movie is pretty good at like showing a lot of different perspectives, but we are mostly, I would say, locked to Paul. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right. Um, yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, I decided to make Trigun my entire personality for the next three weeks. Um, so I watched the entirety of the 1998 show Trigun, um, right. which is a two-core, 26-episode show uh, over the course of about three days. Um, and then I watched the movie, and now I'm reading the manga. Wow. I'm watching the reboot, is it, which is currently airing, is it, but I waited for the English dub. Is it good? Oh my god! How yes. can you not? You've invested so much into this show, and you're there. Like, is it good? Eh. Take it or leave it. Look, okay. So, we we, we will watch Trigun on the show eventually. But um, my big thing with the latter episodes in particular was the production values couldn't match up to the story that was being told. However, everywhere that I read say that the manga like tells the complete story and has like a consistent quality to it the anime from 98 had to do its own ending very similar to what Fullmetal Alchemist did in 2003 so uh, Game of Thrones despite it being an anime original yeah <laughs> a Game of Thrones style ending like even though the anime had to end earlier it's still wrapped up in a very satisfying way and the questions that were raised within the anime the, the the moral core of it was very very interesting now what i'm interested to see is how that would translate if we watched it for the podcast yeah. because there's a lot going on so i, I won't say any more yeah. just that i enjoyed yeah. it i watched the movie i liked that and i'm i watched the first episode of the new series which is currently airing uh, i waited for the english dub they got johnny young bosch back let's go um, as the main character and the new series is very good it's very pretty it's the same studio that did Beastars nice. so it's all 3D alright okay interesting so, yeah yeah so I yeah I'm gonna keep reading the manga get the full like idea of the story and then keep trucking week to week with um the show but that yeah basically that's it that's all I've been doing apart from my work brilliant well, that sounds very fun and uh, very engaging for you, at least, yeah. or at least partially engaging, but you're battling through. So yeah, either way. Um, all right. Thank you all for joining us. Let us know what you're reading, what you're watching, what you recommend for us to review on the show. And we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next week again for another episode.